going on chris i'm good guys we're back here again for another let's go and uh we have our our guest our guest uh co-host here again with us jesley uh jesley how was it like hey y'all it was fun it was fun yeah. It was actually fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to part two today. I know we left some stuff, you know, in the archives for this week. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll get to it. Because we were we, we, we had a, a you know pretty robust discussion last episode. Um Facts. We'll get to it. So I mean, so the song in the intro, it's gonna be um um you guys can hear it in the intro, but the song in the intro is by uh our guest. Yes. Yo, see, I was going to suggest this. I was going to suggest this. Yeah? I was going to suggest it. I was going to suggest. I was going to suggest it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm way ahead of the game, Justin. I'm way ahead of the game, honey. Okay? Go on, now. Go on, yeah, now. So the, 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 the intro song that y'all heard is by... We have a special... We have a special guest today, y'all. And that song, Woman, that you heard in the intro is um, by our special guest, Chantal. Mm-hmm. She'll be tuning in with us in a couple minutes. And Chantal into his, his, his house. But you know how we always start the episode, guys. Jesse, how was your week? Um, You know what? My week was... Yo, wait. First of all, it's only Wednesday. So, you know, technically... My week is, is let's say it's in progress. My week is in progress. That's how. That's how. It is. <laughs> you know what? Actually, my week. My week has been overall has been has been good so far. I'd say. Um, I actually found out today that I got a scholarship from school, which is ironic because because I I graduated like twenty twenty April, but I think it's just something that came in late. But honestly, I'm not mad at it. Praise the Lord because it came in super clutch school debt um you know what thank god like i don't have really have like school debt um from from like from my from my degree um just the way everything worked out um but i do have like you know some <laughs> some just regular debt <laughs> so i think i'm gonna yeah. you know that yeah 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 let's uh let's uh let's take care take know? care of that you know what i'm saying take care of that Put it, you don't yeah, so that's that's one of the goals. Get that, get that, uh, get that. You know, locked off. Okay, that's good. So, but anyways, praise the Lord for you know the provision and for okay. coming in the clutch with you know. So the, that's been on your the heart. provision. Yeah, I say that. I say that's 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 what that's what's on my heart um, right now. That you know, just praise God for being the provider, Jehovah Jireh, as the as the song as the song goes. Jehovah Jireh, that song. My provider. Yes, that song. Okay, that's good. That's good. I've never gotten scholarships post school 
you know, I wish that was a thing for me, but you know, we, we thank God for your little blessing. Not little. I don't know why I said little. That's not a little blessing. That's a big blessing. We thank God Yo, for your honestly. blessing. Facts. Your blessing. Facts. And that you Facts. can use towards, you know, whatever you need to use it for provision. Facts. Facts. What's been on my heart this week? I think what's been on my heart this week, there's been a lot of like, and I think we'll get a little bit more into it later on in the episode, but there's been a lot of like colorism talks on the internet this mm. week. And it's just been kind of like pissing me off. It's oh, been wow. a, you know, with the whole, you know, Danny Lay and her whole yellow bone song, you've heard of that? Yeah, uh, I haven't heard the song, but I've heard um, kind of the, the narrative that's going on. Yeah, so, I mean, that's kind of been on my heart because I've just been seeing it everywhere. And um, I guess, like I said, well, I guess we'll get into it a bit later on mm-hmm. in the episode. If we have time, again, because, you know, this is our first episode with our first guest. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll see if we'll have time to get to that after our guest. But before we go into that, um, I'm just going to, ask you real quick and yes. then when she comes on i'm gonna ask her too what did you think about the long-awaited three-time postponed keisha cole versus ashanti versus let us know um you know what you know what okay first of all i'm gonna be honest i'm gonna be honest i didn't watch it what? however i, I didn't watch it I I was, <laughs> yo. I was uh, I was I was watching you guys watch it. Like I was I was watching you guys talk about about it, and I was kind of getting my experience from there. You know those ones where like you know you're you're not watching like the game or whatnot, but you're watching people tweet about the game or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of how it, how it was for me. Um, what I gathered was that first of all they were late, significantly. That's, not, <laughs> that's the, 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 say what? This one person was late. One one person was late. Okay, so one one individual was late, and that uh, kind of started things off on a sour note, supposedly. Um, and yeah, I I just I didn't hear the greatest things in regards to the overall kind of quality or whatnot. I don't know if that was just the fact that it started off late, leaving a bad taste in people's mouth. But um, but yeah, there was a lot of debate as to who is a better singer. Keisha Cole or Ashanti. Um, what did you say? And what did you say? You know what? I okay. Here's the thing. I I I, I was I was uh, I was caping for uh, for Keisha. I I will admit, but um, in retrospect, I might have erred. <laughs> okay, so you admit. I'm, <laughs> I'm at, okay. So here's the thing. I I when I was coming up, Yo, let the people like, know the backtrack, backtrack. Let the people know that you were saying that you thought Keisha Cole was a Far better vocalist than Ashanti. Yes, I did say that. I did say that she has more range. Right I did now. say she was a better vocalist. No, I, I, I was, I was reaching. I was reaching. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I still, I still, kind of, in terms of music, in terms of actual singing, I might still give a slight edge to Keisha, but I was reaching in regards to the gap. The gap is not. It's not. It's not. The gap isn't. It's not astronomical. I, I boosted. I definitely boosted. I boosted for sure. I boosted for sure. Most of, yo, yo. My, I was, my, so my, my girl was listening to the 
not well, I don't know if she was listening to it, but she was kind of taking in like some of their songs just based on the fact that you know the verse was going on. Mm. And she was playing some some Keisha songs out loud, and I was like, yeah, I, I boosted. I, I I boosted. It was not it's not this bad. Like obviously she has bangers and stuff, but the range that I remember, the vocal ability that I remember, I I, I think I uh my uh my memory exaggerated it a bit. She's still solid though. She still she still has some tunes. She still has some tunes. So did you at least see the list of the songs that were played? I did not. Okay. I did so not. I'm gonna ask you when Chantal comes on, I'll ask you. Maybe you could do a little quick rap while you know, like list of the songs. I want to know who you thought would have won that battle. You know. Okay. Okay. Your thoughts on who you who 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 you thought would have won that battle because. Okay. I yeah I'll say mine I, I'll say mine after but so that wait was, I have a question huh? I have a question I have yeah. a question did Ashanti play did Ashanti play her uh her feature songs her feature songs. Like uh, the song she, she featured on. She did? Yeah, with like John okay. and stuff. Yeah. She even played the song that she um, wrote for J-Lo. Ain't that funny. That's not fair. How are you? Are, are you? Nah, 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 nah. That's, that's not fair. Yo. Okay, well, you know, I guess, I guess uh, by any means, right? You can bring it out. Like, it, like, they didn't say you can't do that, though. In but is this... I, I thought I thought the verses is just songs that you sang on, or no, is it just songs that you contributed your to? Your whole catalog. So I think that's oh. like features and your pen. I think I'm pretty sure that's what it is because even the Teddy Riley and the other Teddy Riley and what, who who did who did go against Teddy Riley again? Uh, who was against Teddy Riley? Hello, sir. Yo, listen, you're asking the wrong person because yeah, well, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't. I forgot who was against Teddy Riley. He did a lot of songs that he wrote. Um, so, I mean, I think it's all encompassing your whole, your whole, um, your whole, what do you call it? Discography, I think for yeah. the, for, for the, for the verses. But so that was one thing that was happened that happened this past week. We also, another big thing happened this past week. Um, the inauguration. Ooh. We have Ooh a, I want to say we have a Jamaican woman. In the White House. Yo, listen, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you ten seconds to just to bask in that. Just, just enjoy. Just, just let it all out. Let it all out. See, I wish I had the mixer. Carlos, Carlos has the mixer. I wish I because he, I've been playing some horns. I'm gonna see if I can get them to edit in. Some we have a Jamaican person in the White House right now. I'm very, I'm very happy about that. I don't know if it's gonna make much of a difference because she's. She's still American to her to her bone, so I don't know how much of her Jamaican culture she's gonna bring in to the. It wife. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Listen to me. Listen to me. You know how Jamaicans are. Yeah. The fact that she is in the White House, nobody can say nothing to y'all. Nobody, nobody can, can say, say nothing, nothing to nobody, nobody can say nothing to y'all already. But like now, now is y'all just pour, poured cement on it. Like, like y'all just poured cement on it now. Like y'all, 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 y'all. Yeah, nobody. nobody like, can no, chat now, to y'all now, now, no one can really say nothing to us. Nobody can chat to y'all now. What are we? What are we gonna say? What are we gonna say? <laughs> y'all, 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 confidence is just through the roof now. The roof. We were already the most confident people on the planet. The only people that I think that rivaled us were maybe like Nigerians. Maybe yeah. 
But now they, they see anyhow anyhow Barack Obama had been half Nigerian instead of like half what what was he Kenyan or something? Kenyan. Yo, <laughs> yo, listen, man, Bro, listen, man. Y'all would y'all would have never heard the end of that. Never hear the end of it. <laughs> but oh my gosh, okay, honestly, guys, I really want to bring in our, our special guest because I'm bring excited. Um, so guys, we have a special guest with us here today okay and this special guest she is an actor a singer a writer a director a producer content creator former broadway actor um on uh the lion king she played nala on the lion king for a few years she did it in both germany and in new york um um, now she's like doing major things in the film and TV industry. And when she comes out, she'll, she'll just tell you more. But like, I've known her for years. I call her my sister, Chantel Riley. She's in the building. So come in, girl, and big up. Hey, yo, 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 yo. Welcome, 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 welcome. <laughs> hey, guys. On? Thank you for having me. That intro, wow. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I did all those things? <laughs> <laughs> Wow, humble too. Oh my gosh. Thanks for having me, guys. Wow. Yeah. No You're my pleasure. Yes. How do you feel to be the huh? first guest? Oh, I'm the first guest ever? Oh my god. Yo, that's hype. Thanks. Oh my gosh. I feel honored. <laughs> You're the first guest ever. I know. I and our and our original host is not even here. Jesse's not. Yeah. Jesse's like the guest co-host. Our original yes. host on a little bit of a hiatus um, and he wanted okay. to it's like he's been mentioning you all the time like on the podcast like oh this is Chantel Riley you're talking about <laughs> yeah now the Chantel Riley and now he ain't here not even not, not even here but it's whatever Mm-mm-mm. it's whatever but no, how it's you? okay he can listen to it I'm good I'm good thank you I'm good I'm here chilling surviving living my life living your life I should living your mm. life Golden. Exactly. Mm. That's yeah, that was a fire way. tune. To that was a life. fire tune. Who sang Absolutely, that? Absolutely, hundred percent. Wasn't that Jill? Jill, uh, Jill Scott? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how I know that song? I remember from Beauty Shop. Oh, yeah, 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 man. So we're like, we're in. Well, I don't know if you want to say where you are, but like wherever you are in the world, how are you? Like, how is it like wherever you are? in the world right now like how are you dealing with what's going on with like how is everything how you how you've been dealing with the pandemic with the lockdown Mm -hmm. with the news Mm -hmm. how have how have you been dealing with everything that's been going on like just at like just on a personal level well for me personally when this whole thing first hit um it it hit me kind of hard and only because it's like where is this even coming from? What is happening? I was in LA at the time and you know, you had the prime minister come on saying everybody should come home. So I'm like freaking out, don't know what's going on. And then, you know, for the first month or so, it was like depression mm. because you could literally feel the energy of the entire planet uh-huh. dropped to like negative 10,000. 
like this is something that has affected the entire world and for me personally like you can't ignore that vibration and so it affected me and I feel like I'm not usually the type to kind of like if I get into a place like a dark place I usually get out of it pretty quickly but this one was like long and Mm. the longest I've probably experienced it and so it was really difficult you know you turn to prayer of course and that helped but I had to take it to another step. Like I had to like start forcing myself to go, to, go for walks, just mm-hmm. play a uh, audio book or music or something and just leave the house mm-hmm. because it's like, you're, they're telling you, you can't go nowhere. Plus it was cold at the time. You know what I mean? So it was like tough and man's like me. <laughs> I don't do winter. Eh? <laughs> I'm usually gone. Right. So Having to be home was a little hard for me, but um, yeah. the walking and the spending the time, huh? Had, I feel like this is the first winter that you've had in like years because you're always yeah. out whenever out. You're out. Yes, I'm always, okay, bye oh. guys. It was great. Thanks for having me. <laughs> great summer. I'm leaving. Wow. <laughs> like just in time. So this was really tough. Like, mm. I don't know if you guys know, sad the seasonal affective disorder is real. Okay. It's very real. Um, so what that is that people, um, get depressed or like, you know, vibrate really low during winter months because it's like, it gets really dark really soon. And then like, you know what I mean? It's overcast. And so the energy is just always low. And I feel like I've escaped that for the past couple of years. And so having to come back during winter, during a, you know, crisis, whatever you want to call it, pandemic, whatever you want to call it, but um, panorama. That's what I'm looking Panoramic. <laughs> um, oh, was tough. But for me, it was a matter of going for those walks, like spending that time, like the first two hours of my day, two hours it took me, you know. Plus I'm at home with my family. So there's a lot of us in the house. Mm. So I'm used to living on my own. So I'm in a space with like all these people, they're family, so I love them. But you know, sometimes it's like, dog, I need to get away from you guys. <laughs> but like walks in the morning then turned into, you know, meditations and um, finding different meditations on YouTube or um, uh, somebody directed me to an app called Insight Timer, which has a bunch of meditations on there that are like range from five minutes to like how many ever minutes. I usually do like 10 minute ones. And I found like that kind of brought me back to my peace. Also, I stopped watching the news. I do not watch the news at all. Like, I don't. Um, it's full of negativity. It's repeating the same information over and over again. A lot of them, which I don't agree with. Crystal, you know. Um, you know, a lot of information that I, that I do not agree with whatsoever. Um, lockdowns, you know what I mean? So I stay away from that. And I feel like as I've done that and kind of detached myself from what's happening, Mm. I've been feeling so much better. I still feel like I'm in a place of peace and um, abundance (laughs) and love, joy, all that stuff, because I've managed to kind of detach myself sometimes it reels me back in because you see something you're like you want to go on these rants but I even have to catch myself sometimes before doing that because I'm like what's it doing I'm already I'm agitated 
It's taking me out of my high vibe. Why am I going to bother do that foolishness? And so at the end of the day, it's like, it's a choice. I chose to not put myself in that situation. Whereas I'm watching the news every day and it's the same crap over and over again with no solutions. You know what I mean? I've chose to be like, you know what? I'm going to create my world and what I want my world to look like. Not that I'm saying I don't care about what's going on to people and people that are sick and blah, blah, blah. But I need to be in my present moment and what I can do for myself in order to be in this constant state of peace and surrender. Because at the end of the day, what am I going to do? There's nothing I can do. Uh Pandemic, pandemic, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to do what I need to do for me. To keep your peace. And what I need to keep my peace. And so I found that when I started doing that and detaching myself and doing these meditations and really being in the present moment and being grateful, being grateful is huge, 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 mm-hmm. huge. That's facts. Waking up every day, thanking God for the breath that I'm breathing, the eyes mm-hmm. that I used to see, like everything around me, the house that I get to sleep in, mm-hmm. the family that's around me that's like unconditional love. That's when things started changing too. And I noticed, oh, I'm comfortable at home now. Like I don't have to run away or, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I actually like being around my family and I love them and I enjoy them. And, you know, building an even stronger relationship and, and foundation with my family during that time. Whereas before I was always in and out. I would be shooting in Toronto during the summertime. And then as soon as we wrap end of August, I was gone. Right, right. So there wasn't really that time to really sit and get to know my family and to share, you know, whatever you need to share and get close with them because I was on set 15 hours a day would and I come home that, and sleep. Would you say that this time has like really kind of forced you as many other people, but really kind of forced you to kind of center yourself and kind of reevaluate and remember what's really important absolutely that's why this whole thing that's going on it's like if you were going to just remain focused on the problem you are missing out completely of what's actually supposed to be happening right now which is that like what you said is just elevating yourself being grateful of what you have centering grounding yourself you know what i mean and what and what god has has blessed you with but if you're going to just stay focused on the numbers today we're five million you know what i mean or Trump or administrations and stuff that don't concern you. It's like, you're not going to move forward. And so I've just kind of tried my hardest to kind of stay as, like you said, as centered as possible Mm -hmm. and putting God first above everything, starting my mornings instead of Mm -hmm. reaching for my phone and scrolling on the Instagrams. Mm -hmm. Like I used to, I would start my morning with my meditation and my prayer instead of going through my phone, you know, until the phone dropped on my face, I fall asleep. I try not to, <laughs> I try not to like, like I'll watch a show, whatever. And then I try to like wind down and do another meditation or journal. And that has really been helping me to even get better sleep, actually. Mm-hmm. So this, this whole thing that's going on, I, I encourage people as much as I can to kind of look at the bigger picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm not really focus on the chaos but there's there's been so much peace in the chaos and that's what god is peace would you say this time has um helped you or hindered you at all creative with your creativity in creating 
new things? At first, yes. I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I didn't know if I was going to get back to work. I didn't know what to do with myself. And so it was a struggle because I'm like, I feel like I should be doing something, but I don't know what to do. But then once I got out of that rut and, you know, started praying and asking God to show me, it was like, oh, aha, I could do this. My sister just had a baby. Let me start a clothing line called, you know, Sweet Riley. That's a children's boutique or, oh, you know what? I released an album during a crazy time. Let me do a little video or something. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? Try to do as much as I possibly could. I'm grateful that we did get to shoot this year. So that was very like helpful for me to A, get out of the house, but B, be creative and, and be an artist and um, be able to go to set every day. But it was hard. It was hard. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, how was that? How 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 was that like shooting um during the summer <clears throat> with the, the added like protocols and parameters and whatnot? Yeah, it was definitely really weird at first. Um, you know, coming onto the set and wearing the masks and to this day I don't know what probably seventy five percent of the people actually look like without <laughs> you know their mask off. Um so that was really, you know, weird to, at first to get used to, but then it's like, it's also weird at how um, normalized it became. Because um, then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, there's just masks everywhere and that's just what it is. But um, the production team did, did what they could and did a good job, I think, at just making sure that they followed the proper protocols that were in place uh, for the COVID situation. Like people had to get tested, and um, before coming, like even if you were guest star, background, whatever, you had to get tested before coming. Mm-hmm. And the the leads, we had like our own green room that we would sit in and then everybody else had to go in their own separate rooms, whether before we just all just sit together and whatever. And then even like the number of people they have on set has been, you know, reduced so a lot of different things that they that they enforced to make sure that we were able to shoot an entire season because you know other shows were kind of getting worried and shut down and yada 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 mm-hmm. and so you know that was the biggest fear for our production was that like oh my god we're two weeks away and who knows if someone got sick you know what I mean like mm-hmm. but we made it through thank God I was like just get me through God please. So the people, some of the people listening might not know what show you're talking about. So oh. let, let people know what show you're on. Like, yes. So sorry. Yes. Um, I'm on a show called Frankie Drake Mysteries uh, on CBC, and I play Trudy Clark. Trudy Clark. <laughs> That's me. So Frankie Drake Mysteries, like she said, is on CBC. You guys just wrapped your fourth season. Yes, um, yes. Fourth season. We've already aired. So congratulations. Four. Thank you. And mm-hmm. she is one of the main leads on on the show. And yes. what's so cool about the show, because it's like set in like what the 1930s or 40s or something? 19, like 1920s. 1920s. So it's set in the 1920s. Yeah. And it's the premise of it is basically like female like detectives kind of. Frankie Drake, she mm-hmm. has her like detective firm, and I, mm-hmm. I work with her in like solving crimes, I guess around. Yep, exactly. That's it, baby. 
So, yo, oh, no, go ahead, Chris. Yeah, before you say that, I was just going to say what I, what I love about it, because usually when you see shows like that are set in the 1920s, it's always all white um, leads doing these, these, these type of jobs, right? Because um, <laughs> even if you think historically in the 1920s, Black people were not given these type of um, professions to do um yeah society i love the fact that they cast yes. you in the role that you did can you mm-hmm. just if your if your question was going to be kind of related but i kind of want to know like how you feel about them making that decision to cast you as a black woman in that yeah well it was actually really exciting because you know like you said that wasn't really happening. And, you know, our show isn't exactly historically, you know what I mean, accurate. Um, but the fact that CC or even like the creators of the show were like, yeah, we want it to be a woman of color um, was huge because let's be real, CBC doesn't have much um, Black people on their networks, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And mm-hmm. so to put a Black lead on a, on a series in the 1920s, <laughs> as a detective mm. was, you know, it's different. It's different for Canada, maybe in the States. Sure. That's stuff. They have plenty of shows, but you know, unfortunately here, we still have a lot of work to do. So it was great to, to be able to be in that position to kind of put my foot, be the, you know, the one to put the foot forward in that, in that position and, and try to do what I, whatever I could with it, with being a voice and advocate for that. And I try to post about it as often as I can or when the opportunity comes up to be like, to call them out. <laughs> because it's like, yes, it's great. However, there's still lots to do. Yeah, yeah. Lots, yeah. lots, 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 lots. For real. And um, I'm working with um, some incredible women right now to try to make that happen and um, oh, yeah. to advocate for for us can't really talk too too much about it because we're still in the works but um we are we are trying to take to lift us up and for us to be seen more both in front of the camera and behind the camera as well i love that i love Mm -hmm. it you go girl you're working with (laughs) thanks (laughs) question jesse had a question yeah, yeah. So um, I've always been curious when I watch shows because um, I've, you know, I've been interested in in acting and like film production for a while. But how do you guys? So I see that there's like ten episodes, for instance, in a season, give or take. How do you guys film that? Do you guys just film seamlessly in terms of like, um, you know, just back to back, or do you guys film episode by episode or like, yeah, what, what does that look like on the back end and how long does it take yeah. to kind of film an entire season? So our 10 episodes usually run us about four months mm-hmm. of shooting. Um, and so what usually happens is we do block shooting where we're shooting two episodes at the same time. Oh, wow. And yeah, so we'll shoot um, two episodes within 14 days. So like, two weeks, which is like 14 solid days, not including weekends, obviously. Mm-hmm. So it would take about that time to shoot two full um, episodes. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So the first two episodes that came out, like, we sh- you know, we do it in order from one to 10. 
Um, but we'll do like episodes one and two together. Okay. So sometimes I find myself being like, okay, what episode are we in right now? What's this episode about again? You know, changing outfits or looks or whatever, changing sets and, and all that stuff. And we'll go back and forth. Sometimes we'll even, if there's a scene or two that's missed from a different episode, let's say episode six or seven, we'd have to include it into the already two episodes that we were shooting at the at the same time. So it can be a little tricky at times, but we have um, a really good team to kind of make sure we keep track. It's not my job to keep track, <laughs> thank God, because I don't know what in the world, but we have like our hair and our makeup and they take pictures of yeah. you to make sure, okay, this is what she's wearing in this scene. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, or at this location and stuff so to help it run as smoothly as possible. And then, of course, we have like our first ADs and stuff that that put the schedule together. Interesting. Interesting. I actually wouldn't have uh, wouldn't have guessed that it was shot like that. That's, that's very, uh, very interesting indeed. So now I know when I when I watch a show. Exactly. That's pretty, that's pretty dope. Because <laughs> he, he wants to get into acting. Yeah. To tell him like right now is like the perfect window of opportunity, especially for black men. Yes. Get into yes. The just tell him. Just like let him know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is it something? Are you scared to do it, or like you you just you have an interest in doing it? Um, I wouldn't like say I'm you're doing it. I wouldn't. I, like I, I haven't started doing it. Like I haven't. I haven't acted. Um, you know, on on screen like officially or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um. I don't know if I say I'm scared to do it, but I'm just like, maybe I'm just overthinking it or whatnot. But um, also I, so at a certain point when I, um, when I was in school, I was like, you know what, when I graduate, when I finish, I'm going to have a bit more of a flexible schedule. Cause I was just, I was working and going to school. So I'm like, you know what, I'm going to start taking some acting classes, maybe um, yes. on the weekends or, or, you know, based on, you know, schedule provisions. Um, and then obviously once I graduated, like everything was, was in, in lockdown. And then I guess that just, that, that train of thought never really, um, mm. never really, you know, took off, but right. it is still like a latent, um, a latent, uh, interest or like kind of a, a interest on the back burner in my mind. Like uh, since I was a, since I was a kid, actually, in terms oh, of acting do it. and whatnot. Yeah. Do it, do it, do it, do it, just do it. You're not going to die if you try. You know what I mean? And that's the kind of mindset I have to put myself in. It's like, I mean, am I going to die? If not, then I think I'm good. You know what I mean? So I would say do it. Don't delay. And I'm speaking for myself because I'm looking at certain classes and stuff that I want to get into. But like the fear thing is like, but if you're not good enough to take this class and they're going to expect so much from you because you're ready in a show, but you have so much to learn, you're a fraud, you know, like all those things like run through my head, but I have to do it because I know as an artist, I want to get better. Mm-hmm. And if that means sharpening my tools, then I need to, I need to sharpen my tools and stop the foolishness. So I would say just dive in. Now is a great time for black people, especially because of the white guilt. So everyone's like, oh no, we need more black people. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's like, and you're like, okay, I'll take it. Right. Um, so I'm like, sure, bet, let's do it. Um, so definitely go in on that. Take the classes, get your headshots ready. Toronto is still filming, which is great. It's a uh-huh. great, great blessing for us because we are, um, uh, what's the word, essential. Essential. Mm-hmm. Entertainment is essential. What are you guys going to watch? You have us on lockdown mm-hmm. and under watch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, we are essential. Huh? 
the state's pretty much like I know LA's shut down like almost completely with their production of it. Right? LA actually just kind of opened up again. Okay. They decided just to kind of open up like the restaurant stuff. I don't know what filming is like over there right now, to be honest. Um, I know they were asked to kind of put on a little break, but um, they could be back. But Toronto is definitely shooting. Montreal is shooting. Vancouver, Atlanta. A lot of stuff is moving to Atlanta because Atlanta is kind of mm-hmm. open right now too. So a lot of things are moving um, in that direction. So, you know, work is there. Work is available. It's just mm-hmm. a matter. You can't, you know, say, oh, it's a pandemic, so there's going on. You won't know until you go out there and look for it. So Question. I would say, yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to. I uh, didn't mean to interrupt. No, that's but, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. um, what is what is that? What does that look like um, in terms of the the classes now that you know things are locked down? Are they doing it by yeah. Zoom or like how? What what's yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. So a friend of mine, um, she's been doing hers on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of acting classes are just heading to the Zoom mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. Um, which I think for me is. <laughs> A little bit better because, like, I don't know what it is. in person, like, even for auditions, I'm like, no, 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 just send in the tape. So it's, I guess it's like less pressure <laughs> when you're like not in an actual room with people. Yeah. Although it's good too, but um, yeah, so everything is online uh, right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah you know what? It works yeah. really, it works really well, and people have been making it uh, work well for them. So. Yeah. This whole virtual thing, this whole this whole virtual life, like everything is virtual, virtual, virtual. Like I'm starting to get so annoyed by it. I prefer the in-person classes. That's the only reason why mm. I haven't really um, um, taking classes again. But who knows when it's going to open up again? So it's kind of like exactly have to just, just do it. Do it, but um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I I mean, I I do I like the whole you know self tape option though. I like that because going in person to audition, like you said, nerve wracking. It's kind of like you have yeah. Self tape. Yeah. Do it again or whatever, or do it again. Mm-hmm. But, um, exactly. Yeah, but like I wanted to I want to go back because you mentioned before about the lock about the lockdown and the pandemic and like yeah. working your creativity. Um, yeah. You mentioned two things because I know last year, um, I think it was like around June. I think it was around June, around your mm-hmm. birthday, I think. Mm. I think. Okay, it was one. It was between April and June. I can't remember what month, but you released your EP. Yes. So let yes. us know about that. <laughs> yo, they, yo, man, oh man, man, oh man. What? So, yo, listen, okay. So, I, yo, I, 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 this, this is what I was going to say before, Crystal. So, I, I haven't listened to the EP yet. However, okay. there's a song on there yeah. that I have listened to many, okay. many, 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 many times. Oh, which one? <laughs> not anymore. Yo, that song oh. was on repeat when this I heard music it. Video oh, for that. Yeah, oh, it, it, I know. <laughs> I, oh. I, I, I know. <laughs> yo, that music video was fire. <laughs> what? Yeah, music video. Oh, thank Jeez. you. Shot that in that shot that in Jeez. Lagos, Nigeria. Oh man. Directed by uh uh King Davies, he calls himself. That was a fun oh, is it is it Wale. is it Funby? Um, fun 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 funby the guy who the who was your co-star? He's the, yeah, Funby, yeah. He's the actor, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, my co-star, yes, yes, yes. yes. Oh yeah. man, yo, um, that sounds fire. It was fire. a beautiful time. 
Super lit. Thank you. Super Thank you. Lit. Yes, I released my album, my EP last year during a crazy, crazy time. So I was like, I'm going to do it's going to be weird to release something in this crazy time. People don't want to hear that. So I kind of actually delayed it um, uh, a little bit because I'm like, maybe it's just not appropriate to be like, hey, listen to my new music, even though people are scared. Um, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, I released my EP. It's six songs. And I actually took me about a year to complete everything. Um, I worked with uh, producers, they call themselves Sons of Sonics out in LA and they did the whole album and recorded it out in LA and um, they're really great. It was great to create with them and to sit down and um, write and it forced me to like write and like get the juices going and all of that. And so I was like very scared because it's something I've always wanted to do but it was um, fearful of doing. Uh, I always have this, I have this weird self-sabotaging foolishness of I'm not a great singer or uh, no one's gonna listen to it or anything like that but since it's been out I've had such great responses and I'm just proud of myself pat myself on the back for actually Mm -hmm. releasing it and doing something that I was really deathly afraid of of doing Um, but it's actually encouraged me to to do more and I've actually recorded a live recording oh wow um that i will be releasing soon yeah it's gonna be a live live recording with some visuals so it's gonna feel like we're at like a concert kind of thing you know and so that was produced by otis williams a very good friend of crystal and i and uh, he put that together so that's yes so that's gonna be coming out soon we're just putting that together so it's like a re-release i guess kind of thing Mm-hmm. You're super late. Yeah, but thanks for listening. Oh, I make you so happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, yo, listen, man. Like, I, you know, I had that song on repeat, man. That song was it's so a vibe. Funny. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Yeah. My it's favorite song yeah. on it is, um, uh, is my third. I love yes. Those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love those. I love those three. But Guys, I'm just so happy. <laughs> for sure, for no, sure. for real. Like I'm blushing. You see the grin on my face, like because it, it was really scary. Yeah, like from when me. you sent it, when you sent it to uh to to because I don't know if you remember when you sent it to like before you released yes. it in the group chat yep. before, uh-huh. and I was like going crazy. I'm like, yes. yeah, I love, I love this one, loving you. Yeah. I love that. I love that one. That's been my favorite <laughs> ever since. And I like bump that one all the time when I'm driving. But no, I really, I really love it. Hopefully, hopefully we can get like a visual for all the songs. I mean, like an actual music video. Like I oh. want to actual music, especially for loving you, because I just have, I just have, have ideas of how that music video could look. Okay, have, let's talk. Let's talk about ideas. We're gonna talk about some ideas. Ideas. Because I have some ideas too. Okay. okay. <laughs> we can talk about the ideas. I have some ideas of how that music video could look. No, but honestly, like I'm. So I happy. I personally love that song a lot too. Like it's um, it puts me in a nice little. Yeah, I got. I feel and... left out. I got to go bump that after this. No, go. Okay. Listen. See. Go listen. We'll play it in the outro. I'll, I'll get. It's um, a vibe. All right. All right. In the outro. Yeah, it's vibe. It's vibe. It's vibe. No, and then also you also mentioned. 
um, that you also, um, your sister Christina had a baby and then. Yes, she did. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm an auntie again. So excited. Um, yes, she had a little boy named Noah. And um, I was looking for, okay, so I'll tell you the origin story. Of Sweet Riley. I was looking for clothes, <laughs> of course, to spoil this kid with. Mm-hmm. and gifts and surprises and I really wanted to buy black and uh but some of the things I was looking for I couldn't really find and actually there weren't too many black owned um kids clothing lines or boutiques and so that kind of um, pushed me in a way to be like you know what I'm gonna start one because I want I wanted to bring that wealth in honey and and just like get that black wealth generated as much as I can and to give back within the community and get that black dollar up. Um, But also I wanted to curate pieces that I wanted to see my kids in. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so sometimes you see some things that are a little too this or a little too that, you know what I mean? I liked the neutral pieces that are um, that aren't gender specific that could go both ways. You know what I mean. So it was like really cool, simple designs that girl or boy can wear. I do have some gender specific items too, but the majority of my stuff um, that I curated are um, gender neutral. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yeah, you know, let's do a thing and see how this goes. And I'm actually really enjoying it. It's fun finding pieces and I'm adding to the collection. And um, I have some other really fun things in store and uh, that I'll be adding to when it comes to accessories and um, music as well. So keep an eye out and what's for the babies. The, what's the highest age range that um, you will sell to in terms of like, So we start from three months to uh, about eight years. Okay. Will you ever go up to like teenage or preteen or no, you just want to keep it strictly kids? Um, I want to stick to the kiddies. Okay. I want to stick to the kiddies. No offense to the, you know, teenagers out there. But yeah, I want to, my passion right now is like, oh my gosh, little kids, seeing them wear these cute little outfits. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's a, whole situation right now and there's nowhere that they can go but (laughs) sometimes parents just want to like dress their kids up and just like put them in the house because of that so yo i'm on the website right now bruh yo these turtlenecks these turtlenecks though well hello i want them for myself they're cute those colors (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) oh my goodness yo do you have any kids to buy for Scoop it up. Either you in your future. Of course, of course, of course, of course, there's youth in my future. In my in my what future? Close future. In my close future. Listen, I got it, yo. Listen, I, I gotta st- yo, bit yo. Listen, steps, Ooh. steps. Oh, stuttering, the stuttering, steps. the stuttering. Steps, steps, steps. <laughs> Baby steps. Pun intended. Pun intended. Pun intended. Baby Good one. But um, bum. Okay. <laughs> okay, just yes. you, bro. Yo, listen. Just, yo, <laughs> listen, yo, shop up from now, okay? Tech time. It's okay. Shop up from now before it's all gone. Well, right? you know what? You know what? You know Once what? Let me, let, me, let, me, let me deflect a little bit. Some close friends of mine actually recently had um, yeah, a little a little baby girl. So, you know. Boop, bop. Guess there what? you have it. You know? And, uh, you know, boop. actually, 
a lot of people, a few people are, a few people are expecting right now or recently had kids. Um, so one of my, one of my, one of my other boys is, uh, is expecting him and his wife are expecting like, I think March. So yeah, you know what? Now, now Now I know, now I know where to, uh, to get some baby clothes. There you go. We have some really cute stuff coming for the spring, so stay in tune. What I also did with Sweet Riley was um, I have a partnership with the Khan Foundation, which is an organization in Nigeria that builds schools in uh, the cities of Makoko, which is kind of, um, it's impoverished and it's, you know, it's a, it's a city that's kind of built on water, but it's like, you know, struggle sometimes for the kids to get to schools. And so that foundation has decided to build schools in that community so that they don't have to trek however long hour or two to get to school. They have it right there within their community. And so um, back in September, we had our first pop-up shop and um, 10% of the proceeds was actually donated to the Khan Foundation. So you know, once you shop it up a little, just know that it's going to a great place. <laughs> That's lit. That's super lit. Y'all go check out sweetriley.ca. Yes. Do you guys hear, are you guys hearing me better this time? Or is it the same? Yeah. I could always you sound, hear you. You sound good. Okay, good. Because I, I don't know. I'm just making sure that y'all can hear me. Okay, cool. All right. So... So we're on lockdown. Everyone's like, you know, taking in like <laughs> content. What are you watching right now? Okay, so I don't really watch too too much TV, TBH. But what I have gotten into, which is funny because I'm an actor, so I should be watching stuff. But what I have gotten into is Your Honor on Showtime. Okay. Never heard. Have you guys been watching that? Oh my gosh, I guys! Starring Brian Cranston, it's so good. As soon as you say that name, it. like you already know that it's gonna be. Fire, of course, right? you already know what's up, right? So his, his resume, his resume is pretty solid. Very solid. So that's what I've been watching TV wise, um, but I'm heavily into like cartoons, animation, anime, and so I've actually been consuming a ton of anime shows. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Until you know, Crystal, you know the thing. I will watch it. I don't care. Yes, I am 30 odd years old and I watch cartoons. Mom was like, You watch cartoons at your age? First of all, it's anime, it's different. I'm an anime stan. Never got like, into it too yes. tough. Every day. So I've been watching different. a lot of that stuff. But have you been watching Bridgerton? I've been watching Bridgerton. what Bridgerton on Netflix. No, see those shows. I haven't. Everyone, oh, watch Bridgerton. Oh, watch The Crown. I, as of right now, at least, I don't have. I haven't watched. I don't really have a desire to watch it. But Bridgerton. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to sit down and have to watch it. Um, Everybody's talking. My sister binge watched the whole thing and yeah, yeah. It's really good. I, I'll get into it. I'll get into it. Really, really, (laughs) really good. Like, we were talking about it last episode. I have some qualms about the show. Okay. Not so much with the storyline or anything, more to do with the casting of the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Talk about it. Talk about it. Uh Uh-oh. 
The What's Shonda do? Is Shonda do something wrong? Shonda Rhyme? I don't honey. even know if it's... It, I don't know if it's Shonda's... Well, she's just... Yeah, she's just the writer. I mean, she's the... She's what? The EP, right? It's Shondaland. You wrote so it, yeah. Like she, she has a final say. But the only issue I had have with the show, and I'm hoping that they change it up in season two, is... Um, all the black people that they have that have speaking roles on the show, the black women um, that have speaking roles on the show, except for the exception of one, um, which is like an, kind of one of the main characters, mm-hmm. all the black women are, are, are mixed race. None of them mm. are like just full black women. Um, uh, and but there's black people in the in the world because you see black mm-hmm. extras, you see black women extras that are you know doing things, but none of them have speaking roles. The only it's probably black- because it's probably because the time period it's set in. I mean, the fairer the skin, you know, what I mean, the better. Right. So maybe within that time period, it's like I guess more believable to say, okay, at least if they're mixed race or very light skin then this would be more so because isn't the guy isn't he mixed or something or he's really he's light skin but this is what i'm saying though because like um that's that was one thing that i was thinking of i'm like okay maybe that's with the time period that maybe that's the reason but the guy Mm -hmm. the mixed guy which is the main character he he his best friend is a full black man you know what i'm saying and what's his status on the show though like they they kind of have like does he play similar status like they're close friends his best friend is like a boxer like a well-known boxer in the town um okay and but does he is he like rich and all like i don't know the show so you i don't he's, really he's not he's not that rich he's not that rich but like even his mm-hmm. wife you know the his his best his best friend's wife is a mixed woman you know like why couldn't she be like a, a full black woman you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um, and they have extras like for example the ball scenes where they have people coming and enjoying the ball oh okay so, everyone okay. there they're all of the same status per se because you right. see black people there um, right you know you see asian people there but none of the speaking roles for black females are of full black women they're all mixed mm. and that was the only issue i have with that sh- with that show okay yeah i haven't watched this i have no idea and so there's no article or anything. No one's been talking about that. Surely some people had brought that up. To be honest, I haven't fully looked into it. Um, oh. Like in terms of seeing what people are talking about, that was just something I noticed, and then I brought it up with some people, and they and they noticed it as well. But I haven't really. Okay. I didn't notice it, but mm-hmm. I didn't. I know I noticed it too, but like it just. I guess it. It just like kind of like went over my head in a sense just because i mean this the the show itself is yeah the show itself is just very um i guess unconventional in the fact that there are even black people there in the first place because yeah. um because yeah. for instance in the show like sean tells never uh never watch it but like the queen is black for instance um mm. in the show like the queen of england and then they'll have a whole bunch of different like um af afro-esque styles of her hair so like yeah so like she'll be wearing like for instance her hair will be in like locks but it will be twisted up like it was in the olden days so yeah it's kind of a fusion yeah okay it's interesting okay yeah Yeah. so and that's why the show is so good like that's why it's so good why Mm -hmm. i never really um 
I guess made a big fuss about it because it's mm-hmm. like that it's like a really good show. But like obviously as right. as an act as an actress as a fem- as a black actress, I'm just thinking yeah. and I'm thinking of all the uh, like female black actresses that I know like you you know, Alina mm-hmm. K, you know, I'm just thinking, mm-hmm. like, well, I'm like, yo, but like, I feel like some of these roles could have been played by like someone like me, someone like Chantel, someone like, of course, that's why I noticed it so much. You know what I noticed as well? You know what I noticed? I'm not going to lie. One thing that stuck out to me, I don't want to shift the conversation away from black women. But one thing I noticed as well was that even for, so for the black guys, there were, two, I guess, darker skin guys that had speaking roles. I mean, there weren't a lot of Black men that had speaking roles in general, but like for significant speaking roles, I think there were three. There was the main Bridgerton guy. Um, mm-hmm. And then there was the boxer. And then there was the father. And like the darkest of all of them was the father. But like, ironically, like he was like an absolute villain. Like, I don't, so I, obviously, oh. obviously I'm, not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's necessarily on purpose, but also, we know that there's kind of sometimes um, an undertone of yeah, that's, that's of that, right? But so that's something I was like, hmm. But I, again, I didn't read too deeply into it, but I can see, I can see how somebody could pick up on that though. Mm. Yeah. So, like, I, I don't mm. know if that was a conscious decision made. Again, like you said, based on historical context, but then at the same time, it didn't really make sense, even if it was historical context, because. There were other darker skinned black people in that role in that mm-hmm. role. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So but yeah, but besides that, like really, You know what? You know what I think it is? The rhymes is brilliant. The, you know what one thing that came to me that I thought that it might be, I don't know if it's if this is it though, but like so this is this is set in in you know Victorian times, I'm I'm guessing. Um, yeah, and obviously it's not historically accurate by any stretch of the imagination. However, it mm-hmm. is a play on British history, and so I don't mm-hmm. know if they chose. I don't know if they chose like light, lighter skin actors and actresses for those main roles because it would be more palatable for their white audience. Maybe I don't know if they wanted. I don't know if they wanted to. Didn't want to. I don't know if their goal was to maybe try and push the needle, but also not alienate like their, I guess their white audience or kind of alienate the, I guess their UK audience, for instance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not to say because that now that is it's a broader. good reason, but yeah. No, that makes, that makes sense. And that's what a lot of networks do, unfortunately, is make things palatable yeah. for, like you said, the white, the white audience. So it's definitely not something new um, that these networks have done. So that could definitely be, because now, yeah. when you look at it, like you said, now it stretches out throughout more um, the races. Now you have white people watch it, even though, you know, she is a black woman, but she is light skinned. So it's not mm-hmm. so bad. And so it's like, it's not considered a black show. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, but mm-hmm. it's Victorian times and the lead girl is a little white girl that mm-hmm. falls in love with uh, this black man. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay great interracial marriage or interracial couples like yes we love to see that kind of thing so it's kind of like mm-hmm. you know pushing pushing the mm-hmm. envelope a little bit but like you said it's like it's all fair-skinned people on mm-hmm. screen and you know that are the main roles and stuff so that yeah i wouldn't be surprised if that's what they were trying to do yeah I mean, i'm just surprised that this hasn't been the conversation more on like social media or, or on any kind of article because i would have thought like a lot more people would have picked up on that if that was the case yeah. Yo, I think it might be... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Chris. 
sorry. No, I was just gonna say, yeah, I'm surprised I haven't really seen much of a, a discussion around that either, to be honest. Um, yeah, I, 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 I was like, am I the only one noticing this? Like, I don't understand. But what were you gonna say, Jess? No, right. I was gonna say, I think it might partially just be the novelty of the fact that there's even black people in it in the first place. Like, I think, I think, I think that might just be the whoa, like, like yo, this, you is, go, guys. this is this is yeah. new, you know. So like, you know, maybe that is what where the I guess the focus is, and then as people maybe you know analyze it a bit more or whatnot, like, you know, they'll start much. to yeah, like you know, I, I don't I don't know if it's even a don't ask for too much thing, but it's more so like. Um, how do I how do I describe it? It's, yeah, no, I, almost, I get what yeah, you, you know what I mean. Like it, yeah, yeah. it's just that novelty. Like whoa, mm-hmm. like yo, there's there's inclusion, and then seeing once black, you seeing, seeing black people in that era, it yeah, like, mm-hmm. in the position that they're in in that era, yeah, yeah, yeah like whoa, we're not we're not. But imagine if she was slaves. a like, dark yeah, skinned woman, yeah, right? that would right. be even like even imagine more. If she was. You know, it would resonate a lot more resonate a lot more for real exactly they probably felt like if she was a dark-skinned woman then it would be too political maybe that's what it was kind of like what you were alluding to before jess Mm -hmm. maybe they didn't want to make Mm -hmm. it too political because they're like nah because then the people are just gonna like bypass the actual storyline and they're just right right so i mean yeah but like I don't know. It, it, it was just something that bothered me about the show. But other than that, like I said, hopefully they address it now that now that they see the first season did so well. Mm-hmm. Like it was, I heard, I just saw an article today that it was like the most streamed show on Netflix ever. Um, oh wow! Ever? Ever? Whoa! That's saying a lot. I need to yeah. watch it. I guess I there's some. Watch there's it. there's a there's a few a few uh, shows on Netflix that are that. Yeah. Well, you know, Shonda well. Rhimes. She's she knows the formula. You know what I mean? All her shows have been successful. Grey's Anatomy is on its like one millionth season. (laughs) We had Scandal and we have, you know, How to Get Away with Murder. Like, you know what I mean? Like all really successful shows. So she knows the formula. And she's always been kind of, I guess, big on inclusion. Like a lot of her shows are pretty diverse, I would think. Um, But of course, there's always room for more. Let's be real. You know what I mean? Um, So with this, I mean, I would be curious to see if that was an intentional uh, thing. Decision made, yeah. Yo, now that we're on, on the topic of shows, mm-hmm. one show, one one show that I think, or one idea that I think would be an excellent Netflix original. I don't know uh-huh. if you guys, I don't know if you guys read the book, but The Coldest Winter Ever. Y- y'all, y'all ever read that book? No. I've heard of it. I've never read never? it. Though. Oh never my goodness, yet. yo. That book. So, I can, okay, so go buy the rights. Yo, and listen, go write it. Allegedly, allegedly, Jada Pinkett Smith owns the rights. Ah, uh, okay. To that. So they yeah, about allegedly, to do something. Allegedly. Like that. Or she was involved in it at some point, but she'd had it for a while, but I can't remember what happened. I, I haven't I haven't followed up on it in a while, but yeah, she's had it for for a while. Um, but I guess it it, it never really manifested. But if Netflix can get that story, mm. that would mm. uh, that would be really successful. Oh, that story, that. story is crazy. Yeah, I gotta look I'll that look up. I, that. I've heard of it, but I don't know what it's about. Yeah. I don't know. So Coldest winter ever. I'll look that up. Okay, Shan, last question. What yeah. you I know time's flying, yo. Like time <laughs> I know, right? Dang, that's a whole hour already? What in the world? Yeah. Wow. I know. Um, 
So what what are you what are you working on now? What do you have plans for? Like, what are you doing now? Are you just you know again are you just chilling? Or are you working towards something? I know you mentioned you have something in the works with a couple um, ladies, but like, are you working on any other projects or like traveling? Like what like what are you doing? Um, yeah. So right now, I we finished. Uh, Frankie Drake so now it's like okay we chill wait see what's going on I'm kind of being more laid back I'm not going as aggressive right now mm-hmm. um, but right now uh, when it comes to show wise it's just auditioning yeah. and um, see what comes up next and hearing what happens with Frankie and then also um, but the main focus is, is Sweet Riley right now and mm-hmm. getting things ready for um, spring and um getting into stocks, <laughs> mm-hmm. buying yeah, yeah, stocks yeah, yeah. and crypto yeah, yeah. and yes, you were uh, uh, making that moolala uh, as quickly as possible, honey, because it's all about the Let's generational see. wealth. Okay. Yes. Get your behinds together, get you some stock, get you some penny stock, you know, throw a little something into a little crypto if you can and focus on that generational well, it's actually really exciting to see a lot more of mm-hmm. people um, talking about it, mm-hmm, like the stocks mm-hmm. and getting excited. Like mm-hmm. for me, I was like, I used to be so afraid about like money talks and stuff because I didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there was, oh, the love of money is the root of all evil. And you could see how people can act like that, um, mm-hmm. greed and all that stuff. But also money is needed, you know yeah. what I mean, in, in mm-hmm. order to mm-hmm. not only to um, be successful yourself and everything, but also to help other people and right. to give and help them mm-hmm. to build and all that other stuff. So mm-hmm. I would love to get to a place financially where I am able to um, invest and sow into black owned businesses, like yeah. better startups mm-hmm. and stuff. And because I know how hard it is to kind of get off the ground. So even if I could give a little $5,000 here or whatever, just to kind of get people started, I would love to be able to do that as much as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. And that's going to take money to do that. You know what I mean? Facts. So it's all about, doing it from a place of um, uh, just from a good heart, I think mm-hmm. is the best way you can't do it from a place of greed. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I've just been trying to like shift my um, understanding of money and not hate it, but to mm-hmm. yes, love money because yeah. I know that when I have it, I could also help others with it. So getting into this whole, you know, crypto and stock game and finding it exciting and um, learning about it because I feel like they don't, they don't want us to know mm-hmm. because there's so much money out there so that much. they're keeping hidden from us. It's like, why didn't they teach us this stuff in school? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We have to go dig up, dig up and... Macbeth. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> you know, still Macbeth. Like huh? a whole, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, Macbeth is a good... Is a, but it's like but it's the the real life things that we need you know what i mean and mm-hmm. stuff like this the financial literacy is so important it's so important because while we're here focusing on the things that aren't important and spending off our money on the latest whatever's you have people out here investing the money in the company that you're buying their shoes from mm-hmm. and they're making guap you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's like okay why don't I learn to say, let me take that shoe money and invest it into this company that mm-hmm. I actually like. You know what I mean? And, and taking the time to, to sit down and take courses and all that stuff. 
Facts. And shout out to companies like um <clears throat> companies like Well Simple and whatnot. I feel like that's been yes. another great thing that's come up because you know, like you mentioned, for for a lot of people, finances is you know the financial world is very daunting and seems yeah. very complex. So you know, companies like that have been lowering the bar um, to entry in terms of exactly. you know, understanding and, and whatnot. Exactly. Yeah. You know, we used to like for me. You know, you look at something like stocks and stock exchange and stuff is for like rich people. Mm-hmm. You know, we just had this conversation today, actually. It's like so unattainable when it's like, no, you have penny stocks. You could dash out $5 in there and kind of just wait to see it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a long-term mm-hmm. investment and see how that grows and mm-hmm. stuff. You know, but those are the things that they don't tell us. But yes, you have apps like Wealth Simple that are very easy to use. Although their money transfer rate Yo, listen, listen. is too Long, oh Regin. Why yo, am I, I waiting yo, seven days for my money? I actually, I actually messaged them <laughs> on t- on Twitter. I actually messaged them on Twitter. Oh, good. But, I um, should do that and, too. And they, you know, to, to, to their credit, they they um they responded to me. Um, what they so say? Right from what they said, because I was I was like, yo, listen, because I, I started off using Quest Trade. Yes, I just I, for for self directed, right? So I had a well yeah. simple. Um, I have a well simple. Um, where they invest for you, right? Okay. And then I had, and then I started doing self-directed on Quest Trade, yes. right? Yes. But I was already using Well Simple, and the UI UX is just so sweet. So I just, <laughs> I, had to, I was like, and, and, and when they um they they um released uh, Well Simple Trade, or when I found out about yes. it, I was like, yo, this is lit. It's Simple. very easy, very to the point. So I although there's some there's some coins and there's some stock that aren't available. The, yeah, yeah. Um, but a lot of them, a lot of them are. I think um, they're building out right now, though, because they just okay. released like the desktop platform because it was mobile app only. Yes. They just released yes. like a beta okay. for the desktop. So yep. I think it's going to get mm-hmm. there. I think they're just kind of still developing it. But from what yeah. they said, so. they don't currently um, like it's not in the works currently for them to um, to allow like instant the um, interact. Yeah. So mm. like, you know how with uh, with with Quest Trade, you can actually do it instantly like you can upload from like interact or yes. whatever um yes, for I them for them it's th- like three business days but oh my um, gosh it's too long i'm missing all these yeah, good man. trades man yeah man like so now crazy. i'm like okay let me just put a big bunch in there yeah. to just sit <laughs> at one time and Facts. then just use that way Facts. but yeah money 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 you know invest generational wealth black wealth is very important as black people we spend the most money <laughs> than any race like how much did they say i think like last year black people spent like 1.5 trillion dollars that's crazy you know what i mean it's like but our money circulation doesn't last for more than 10 hours which is nuts you know Fox. what i mean and so it's like we have to like shift our mindset now and start thinking long term start thinking our kids and our kids kids and leaving something behind mm-hmm, for them mm-hmm. so if it's like buying properties mm-hmm. or taking a step further buying home uh buying land you mm-hmm. know what i mean having something mm-hmm. to give your children and pass on because that's what all these other races do mm-hmm. you look at white people they have all these castles that are hand down mm-hmm. from kings and queens you know what i mean like all that kind of stuff and um so now it's our time to to, to do the same thing because we i mean we're black people are just lit Let's just be real. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And so now it's our time to to take up all fronts in all aspects. Mm-hmm. Entertainment, money, everything. Do the damn thing. Yeah. Bars. I, I agree. <laughs> I, I, 
I really hope nothing's wrong with my mic because my mic's been moving weird. But um, oh, I know this, I said this was the last question, but before I go, I actually had another question. Yeah. I said I was going to ask you about the verses. Oh. But I was just... Oh, about, about oh yeah. <laughs> about the... Oh, whole, yeah. Um, uh, Mama mia. Crypto, cryptocurrency <laughs> thing. It was actually Chantel that got me into, like, uh, looking up Ethereum cryptocurrency yes. I, and i started investing some money in it i started making I, okay, I started making some dollars already from it so you know it, 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 there you go yeah I'm, I'm, i've already started making some money from like when i first invested in it it's been going up so hopefully it's on that trend there you go look mm-hmm. up ethereum and see yes but, yes but I was going to ask you, so what did you think about this yeah. Keisha Cole versus Ashanti versus... Okay. Listen, yes, they started an hour and a half late. It was very disrespectful. And Keisha Cole had a video apologizing and saying she was actually there mm-hmm. at the venue. But because something was wrong with her mic or something, that's why she didn't sit in the chair. Okay. Yikes. That was disrespectful. Um, that was too long. Um, shout out to Ashanti because she just sat there like, okay, guys, let's play this song and see what happens. And she was kind of like lighthearted about it and she was good about it. So the verses to me was boring. Um, mm. um, I don't think we've ever had a bomb versus since the reggae battle that we had. Yeah, With, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? With Beanie. And, you didn't uh, like the Brandy versus Monica one? It was boring. Like everybody else other than the reggae battle has been boring to me personally. Yo. Um, but I know course, what I think I know what it is. I think I know what it is. But continue. They continue. had hits, obviously, you know, it was nice memory lane. But with the Ashanti and Keisha Cole one, like their top ten hits, I think five of each of one that they played, I'm like, what song is this? <laughs> yeah. I was like, you see? I've never heard this song in my life. Yo, listen. <laughs> so and this listen. Was for both, because I was like for sure Ashanti has hits, she's gonna win this. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. And she started playing songs like in her top ten. Like I'm like, what song is this? Why would? You? But then when they wow. started continuing on, like eleven, twelve, whatever, then she started playing her her top song ones, that yeah. everybody knew, like her actual top. Hits. So I'm yeah. like, why did you waste all this time? The damn Instagram live gonna shut down because you guys take it too long. <laughs> and now you want to play all your hits. And then like Keisha Cole played her fr- like her biggest hit first. What did she play first again? She went, love, yeah, love. like come on, there's no like, build up. The first two, like there's no build up, so it was just boring to me, to be honest. Like, I was loving the Twitter section. Twitter section is always lit during the. Well, you know, the comments will always be more entertaining, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> the Twitter Leave it was to Black Twitter lit. and Black people in general to just. The lively up the place, to be honest. But what? to your comment that you think Ashanti's a better singer than Keisha Cole, I'll have to disagree. Oh, wait, who 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 said Ashanti? So you is a better think Keisha singer? Cole's a better singer? I, I said I said Keisha Cole's a better singer. Oh, I thought you said that Ashanti was a better singer. No, no, no. I said oh, so. Okay, so my my what I was saying originally is Keisha Cole's a better singer, but I boosted yeah. in saying that like I I I thought. My memory made me think the gap was larger than it actually is. I feel, I still think she's a, a better singer, but like yeah. marginally. Yay. Okay. Okay. I feel like Ashanti 
she's a nice singer. She's a nice voice, but I don't think she has as much range mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. and capabilities as Keisha Cole, to mm-hmm. be honest. Mm-hmm. That technicality, I guess, if you want yeah, to put it that way. I, I, I agree. I agree. Shanti is a good writer, and she had, like, great... I didn't know that you were allowed to include hits that that's you wrote on. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Why is she playing J-Lo's song? Oh, no. That's what I'm saying. Because I've never heard anybody else playing anybody else's songs. Like, I, I think the one you're talking about was um, Babyface and... Um, what's his name? Yeah, Babyface that, and... That, um, see, now I can't versus? remember the other guy's name. Teddy Riley? Yes, Babyface and Teddy Riley. Yeah, but they're producers, right? More so than anything. So it makes sense that they would play hits that they produced True. or wrote. Yeah, what, what would y'all think of a, of a Chris Brown Usher versus? Listen, don't get me started about this, okay? Two completely different generations. It's not going to work. Yeah. Because me, I would say Usher would, would beat him, hands down. But that's yeah. because that's the generation I grew up with. Mm-hmm. And then you have mm-hmm. younger kids that be like, nah, Chris Brown is it. Who would Chris Brown, who would Chris Brown verse? Because Chris Brown's ca- Chris Brown has a very extensive catalog. He can't. I don't think he can't verse I don't think anyone. There's, no, because Maybe in his Bieber. coming up, he was coming up with like Mario, Maybe you know Justin what I mean? Bieber. But they, what do they have? Yo, Chris, Justin yo, Bieber. Chris Brown, Justin Bieber would actually be that actually would not that would be, probably a bad be a good one. That's yeah, not a Chris bad match catalog wise. Catalog wise, that's okay, actually that I see like okay, and that would definitely bridge the gap between the white and the black yeah. uh, audiences. Um, yeah, I don't know if they'd actually do that that crossover kind of thing, but because they worked together say, before, okay, so. that makes sense. Justin yeah. Bieber, Chris Brown, uh-huh. same age, you uh-huh. know, come up time but to put Usher and Chris. It's like there's no point because yeah, you're no not point. gonna like to me. I would say Usher, hands down. More hits, better hits that I enjoyed. So who would he go like, against Usher Confessions then? album, I would be like, you're done. Just who would that, go against that album Usher then? Timberlake? Timber, um, Justin? Justin Timberlake? Yeah. Because I can't, I can't Allegedly. go against Usher. I don't know if I would even do Justin Timberlake because he's pop. He had like a couple of songs here and there that may be R&B, but he's a pop artist. Usher so no is... can go against Usher then. R&B. And that's okay. Yeah, I don't think anyone can. Hmm. I'm trying to think. I'm actually thinking of who, 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 who would go against. I don't. I don't know. I don't know who would go against Usher. So I shouldn't. No Usher is fine. Usher, we know Usher. you. Yes, Usher, you did that, and we're okay. Hmm. We don't need hmm. you versing nobody. So All anyone right. that's trying to do Usher versus Chris Brown, no way. No, it's not going to work. It won't work. Yo, it I, won't work. I think the reason why the, the 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 reggae one you said was 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 um was better, and then also the one that was really good, I think as well, uh, was Kirk Franklin versus Fred Hammond. That one. Oh, was, that was a good one too. That one was yeah, that was good. But I noticed that when they started sitting on the chairs, it seems to have gone downhill from there. Still, because like when they're up and they're moving and they're like kind of interacting, it seems yeah, to be more. Yeah, when they're in the same room, because they're yeah. the first ones to do it in the same room with each other. Yeah. Remember, so when people saw that and DJ and it was pretty much a bashment, it was a sound clash. Mm-hmm. And so when people saw that, they said, "Oh shoot, we could do that too." And then that's when Versus started doing. You know, putting them in the same room, but even then, it's still trash when they still start doing that. But yes, the gospel one was actually really good because obviously, mm-hmm. you know, all the gospel hits and that stuff. A lot of people grew up listening to those songs. Mm-hmm. That so, was super fire. That was good. That was I had like a nice worship session with that. Honey. That was really <laughs> good, actually. 
That was good. But was yeah, after the regular one, I'm like, meh, never mind. I'm good. I don't care anymore. But the anticipation with the Ashanti and Kijiko one, yes. it's like they changed the date like 75 times. Yes. And then you get that and you're like, wait, you're kidding me, right? <laughs> <laughs> like they were so mad. What a letdown. What a came in with an attitude like, nah, don't do that. Mom, it's funny because I tuned in an hour late because I had a headache that day I was sleeping and then I woke up at nine thinking that, oh, shoot, I missed the verses. Only you missed it. To tell me that it didn't even start yet. I'm like, what? <laughs> right on time. <laughs> right on time. I'm like, okay. Wild, man. All right, last question. Last question. <laughs> okay, last, last question. How do you feel about we have a Jamaican woman in the White House? Uh, um, hey, <laughs> me and politics, I don't like to talk because my views on politics are very different than a lot of people's views. <laughs> obviously, seeing women in that position, um, uh, a woman of color in that position is obviously a huge deal mm. um, for a lot of people in history. When it comes to the history of America and obviously it all being a bunch of white um, men. So, of course, seeing a woman and a woman of color in that position is exciting to see. But, of course, being a Jamaican, chest is very high. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's always Jamaicans in any kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Jamaicans will always have their chest high whether she was there or not, right, period. Right. But, of course, it's going to make Jamaican people feel that much. Nice. <laughs> 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 a woman... Um, you know, of Jamaican descent. I don't even know if y'all chests can get higher still, because y'all wild. You said you don't there's always room. So, there's I'll, always room. I don't know if y'all, y'all chests can get higher still. But oh, yes. There's no, always, there's always room. There's always room. There's, there's no ceiling on the there's highness of her chest. Space. Oh, wow. There's, there's no always space for a high... Yes, exactly. There's no ceiling, sweetie. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but higher, 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 higher. All right, yeah, higher. y'all. Chantel... Thank yes. you so much. Thank you. It was Thank really you. chopping it up with you guys. So, so fun. for being our first guest. Oh, wow. Thank you. Perfect first guest. Oh, thank you. Thanks Appreciate for having y'all. me. It was fun. Yeah, tell the people where they can find you. Yo, you can find me on the gram, Chantel underscore Riley, on the Twitters with the same handle, and on Clubhouse with the same handle. And go and listen to my album, I Am. It's on all streaming platforms. And you could catch the music video for Not Anymore on the YouTubes, of course. And if you have any little ones, please visit sweetriley.ca. Take a gander, get your kids some gears, make them look fly. Mm-hmm. And obviously, make sure to tune into Frankie Drake Mysteries on yes. CBC on CBC on Monday yeah. nights at nine p.m. If you're in Canada, but if, if you're, you're in Canada, if you're in the states and you have Ovation or PBS, you watch it there. And if you're listening in the UK, you could watch it on Alibi. There you have it, oh. folks. There you go. There, I'll mention it. I'll mention it when you're gone. But like, I was gonna mention for the gamers because you're also like. On your yes, over if for, you like, are now playing game. the most recent Assassin's Creed, then you are hearing my voice as Leila Hassan. Yes, oh, dope, dope. So, for well, all the, the past gamers, three. the past three, so that's yeah. dope. Yeah, Leila Hassan, say a word. 
Hey. Your Santa's voice. All right, girl. Thank All right, y'all. Once again. Thank you. Bye. Once again, appreciate you. Love you very much. Love ya. All right, girl. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Adios. All right. Uh, That was Chantel Riley, guys. How do you feel that you finally met, you know, my friend Chantel? Yo, she's super cool, man. Super cool. Uh, It was very interesting hearing, um, you know, her talk about her career, talk about the stuff she's going on. Just seems like uh, she is... Um, y'all, y'all, are, y'all are similar still because y'all, y'all are just multi-dimensional creatives. Got your hands in a little bit of everything, so yeah. Um, I can see why you guys are are good friends. But uh, yeah, super, it was super dope having her on, on the show. Down to earth, very down to earth as well. Yeah, she's super dope. Like I said, I've known her for years. Um, we grew up. We met like at our church, um, mm-hmm. our old church. So that's how we knew each other. We grew up together. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's just always been a down to earth person, super down to earth. Um, and yeah, that's why so many people like just love her because she's just like, no matter how much success she gets, she's always, um, she's always just down to earth and like the same person. So, mm-hmm. big ups yourself, Chantel, big ups yourself. So, you're. Encourage you to like and I'll start the acting classes. You know what? You know what? You know what? Here's the thing. I was operating on the assumption that, oh, well, you know, the pandemic, there's probably no acting classes right now. So now that I know that there's acting classes via Zoom, yeah. Now I gotta go and look into that and see see what's going on. Because even me, I have to start my acting classes again because I want to stay sharp. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm it's it's honestly like if you love doing it, no matter how hard the industry is or hard to get into, like it's just something that you love. Like you'll mm-hmm. you'll just you'll just do it. You'll you'll do the work. You'll mm-hmm. do what you have to do. Mm-hmm. You know? But yeah, this episode's already like so long. We had like a few other things we had to talk one to talk about, but I'm just gonna skip those. I'm just gonna go straight into the last one's gotta go. Um, and then we'll just close it out. I took I took a look at that one's got to go. I already I already know my answer still, but you already but know your pro, answer. Pro, pro, proceed, proceed, proceed. <laughs> you already know your answer. I know my answer. Okay, so one's got to go. White comedic, white comedic male actors and their filmography. So we got Jim Carrey, Ben Stiller, mm-hmm. Steve Carell, and Seth Rogen. So who is the first one to stay on your list? You know what? I I boosted. I boosted. I I don't. I don't. I don't have my answer. I I know the two. Now, yo, it just switched in my mind. No, no. Okay, go. Okay, okay. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me start. Jim Carrey to stay. Jim Carrey must stay. He must. He must. must. His his he like yeah no his 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 body of work is yeah no you can't you can't and he's a Canadian uh, sweetheart. Yeah, and he's just he's just too good at what he does. Like he's very. He's found his niche. Like obviously yeah. he can do other stuff. Like he's 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 dabbled with other more serious roles. But when it comes to that slapstick expressionist comedy, oh man, I don't think there's many actors that are better than him at that. I agree. He definitely has his own type of genre. Facts. 
Facts. when it comes to comedy. Facts. For me, the first one to stay has to be Steve Carell. Facts. I agree. That's Carell, my second. Steve Carell is he, this man. He is so funny. Like he's his so dry funny. humor. He's like, so and funny. Just and because we're talking about filmography, like just mm-hmm. him in the office alone. And the o- like, alone. You can't alone. you can't get yo, the office is yo, the office is so funny. The office, the office is, is so such fun. an elite show. It's Although so he's not my favorite character, he's my second favorite character on the uh maybe second or third. Who's your first favorite character on the show? Dwight Schrute, easily. Dwight, yeah, Dwight. He's Dwight's so amazing. Funny. <laughs> he's Dwight's amazing. So funny. <laughs> Dwight, Dwight is, is so funny. That show is so good. The casting for that show is impeccable. Like they could not have yeah. passed it. And they wrapped people. it up really well. Like the way it flows across the nine seasons is just yeah, yeah it's well done. Such it got a, a it show. got a little bit shaky. It got a little bit shaky when Steve Carell went away. But yeah, Dwight yeah. held it Dwight held it down. Dwight I don't held know it I don't down. know what Will Ferrell was doing. I don't know I don't know man but Will Ferrell Will Ferrell on this list. You can you can add him. You can add him. It could be five. Well, because then we have to replace one then. Oh, yeah, I'm saying replace Seth Rogen, man. No, oh no, hold on, hold on. Okay, I'm gonna add Will, I'm gonna add um Will Ferrell to the list. Okay. Okay, add him, add him. Okay, so who's the second one for you to say? You said Steve Carell, right? Steve Carell. Steve Carell's gotta okay. stay still. The second one for me to stay um would be I think it would be uh Will Ferrell. Really? Over Jim Carrey? I love... Listen. I oh, my gosh. Hilarious as well. And I've watched a lot of Will Ferrell um, shows. I mean, movies. Will Ferrell is funny. He is hilarious. He's, Will he's Ferrell funny. is hilarious. He's actually he's pretty actually funny. He's actually so funny. Like, he's pretty funny. He, and, he's, and I feel like he's just been in a lot more things than Jim Carrey has been. Or maybe more recently, Jim Carrey kind of was more... Like more 90s, like 2000s. 90s. Yeah, early 2000s. But Will Ferrell, I love Ferrell. So he's he's probably my second. All right, I'm not mad at that. Who's your third? Third. Uh, okay, I'll say Will Ferrell for third. Okay. I'll say Will Ferrell third. I'll say that third, yeah. Okay. Who's your third? My third will be Jim Carrey, obviously. Jim Carrey? All right, all right. Jim Carrey for the same reasons that I said before. My fourth, so that means this person has to go. Mm, I would say Ben Stiller can go. CK, so when I came into this, I was like, yo, Ben Stiller got to go. And then you said Seth Rogen's name, and I'm just like, ah, I don't know. Because the thing have, is, I have... Go ahead, go ahead. But you have to remember, Seth Rogen, his filmography would include Family Guy. Yo, honestly, I don't really... I mean, I used to watch Family Guy, but it's a little bit... Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a bit much still. Wait, let, me, let me just double-check. It's a bit much still. So I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at Family Guy. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not mad at Family Guy getting, you know, them getting rid of it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too much of a fan of the, uh, the Jesus cameos on there still. And Seth Rogen is also Canadian. All right. Yo, listen, okay, this is why I'll keep Seth Rogen. Because of the Green Hornet. The Green Hornet, that movie was was wavy. That's why that's, you that's, keep Seth Rogen? I'll keep Seth Rogen because but then Ben Stiller had Meet the Parents. Nah, 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 nah. I'll, I'll, okay, I'll Seth Rogen's 
Seth Rogen can stay, I think. Okay, no, I lied. I lied. It's not Seth Wait. Rogen. It's Seth MacFarlane for Family Guy. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Seth, yo, I was like, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen? No, but yeah, Seth so Rogen, Seth Rogen. No, Seth Rogen still has good. Let's, let me go over Seth Rogen's. Okay, name some of his name some of his films. Super bad. Okay. The end. Pineapple Express. I don't think I watched that. Um, knocked up. I don't know if you watched Sausage Party, but that movie is so funny. No, I didn't watch that. That movie, Forty Year Old Virgin. Um, like you said, Green Hornet. Green Hornet was late. Um, apparently, he was in The Lion King. Really. Yeah, the, the the new one. Oh yeah, he was one of the. Uh, wasn't he one of the uh, the Timothy? Oh yeah, one of the hyenas. Oh, one of the hyenas. Oh, okay. Kung Fu Panda. Oh, he's in Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. Yo, you know who would have been on this? Who would have been lit on this? Jack Black. But. Well, Jack Black's good too. Jack Black's lit. Um, but um. Cock blockers. Anchorman. Never, like never Shrek. He's on Shrek. Yeah. So his his filmography. Okay, yo, read re- read Ben Stiller's filmography. Cause I'm all, all I'm hearing is all I'm all I'm all I'm thinking is is meet the parents and like the other shows in that in that series for Ben Stiller. Yeah. Ben Stiller's filmography. You got Zoolander. Okay. Tropical Thunder. Meet the parents. Okay. <laughs> Tropical Thunder is <laughs> no, hilarious. Yo, I watched that in theaters when I was way too young to watch that. That I was like, hilarious. I was like 15, I think. We went, a bunch of us went and watched that movie. I think it was 14A though, so that's why we got in. But yo, that movie was uh was interesting. But it was, it was yeah, it was it was very interesting still. Um, Robert Downey Jr. Oh man, yeah. I don't I don't think that movie would fly today, to be honest. But probably that's another not. story. No, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Um, yeah, Little Fockers, Night at the Museum, all the Night at Museums. Along came Polly, um, Zoolander, Mitty. There's something about Mary. Like, uh, to me, like, his okay, yeah, ben filmography is not as deep as Seth Rogen. Yeah, Ben, like, ben Stiller can go still. Yeah, I can do without Ben Stiller's movies. No offense. Um, I mean, he uh, apparently he had Madagascar, but, like... Okay, Matt, you wait. How many Madagascars is he in? Just the first Madagascar I'm seeing. Oh, wait, no, Madagascar 2 as well. You know what? The Madagascar series was kind of lit. I'm not going to lie. I might have to keep Ben Stiller. I might have to keep Ben Stiller. I might have to keep Ben Stiller. You're going to keep Ben Stiller because of Madagascar? (laughs) Madagascar was lit, man. So you're getting rid of Seth Rogen. You know, I'll I'll be real with you. Like, I'm not not really big on raunchy, raunchy comedies. So... I mean, I watched Super Bad back in the day. Right. I watched. Did I watch Knocked Up? I can't remember if I watched Knocked Up. I never watched Sausage Party. I didn't watch Pineapple Express. I think I might have watched maybe a bit of it, but like that's not my kind of genre. So, right, right. The, my favorite Seth Rogen movie is The Green Hornet, but like, there's more movies by Ben Stiller that I think I'd rather like what? keep, like like Meet the Parents in that series, and then also. Madagascar. Zoolander? I think that cancel out Green. I never really watched Zoolander. Never watched the mm. whole thing. But yeah, so I think it's a it's a toss up. But I, I think I think Ben by a hair. Ben wins so by. Ben a hair. is staying by a hair. Ben stays by a hair. Okay. And Ben is going for me. So that, Seth Rogen's movies are funny. <laughs> They're so funny. But yeah, man, that was our episode this 
week. This is episode 14. We uh-huh. had, I believe it was episode 14, yeah. We had yeah, our so. guests. We had our guest host again. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Jesse might be back again next week. You never know. I might you just never be know. contracting him to just be that guest host until Carlos returns. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm mercenary. We'll just see. But Yo, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Real quick. Wait, 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 wait. What about yeah. what about Kong versus uh versus uh Godzilla? Quick what synopsis, quick, quick, the- quick opinion, quick opinion. Go ahead. My first of all, guys, go to, go follow my YouTube channel because I did a full trailer review on it. So follow Spike Rose, S-P-I-I-K-E-R-O-S-E. Um, I did a trailer reaction to it, but my quick um review of it is I'm excited. Like I'm excited for it. Um I'm excited to see the clash of the 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 monsters, um, and I was always a big you know Japanese culture fan, so I always loved like the original. I mean, I always loved the idea of Godzilla because of you know that was like a big story in Japan and all that stuff. So it's gonna be interesting to see um, mm. when it comes out. Um, I'm excited for it. Um, and I always love action movies, so I thought I thought the trailer I thought the trailer was was cool. I'm not like it's not, I'm not like I'm not super like. I think I'm more excited for it because one of my favorite Japanese actors is in it. Oh yeah, so, yeah. That's, okay, okay, that's okay. Thought. Yo, honestly, it was it was interesting. Like I think I think I'd watch it. Um, I'm not a huge fan of hyper CGI movies. Like movies where mm. the whole thing is like predominantly built around CGI. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it does look interesting. I think the CGI looks well done. Um, and yeah, man, like I think Kong, Kong, um, hopefully Kong, you know, kicks some butt. Kong wins. <laughs> hopefully Kong, you know, gives uh gives Godzilla that uh Death slaps eyes. him down still gives him a, yeah gives him a little death eyes. <laughs> not, not not a little one a thunderous a thunderous, thunderous death eyes. yo he was doing a thor he was doing like the hammer thor on godzilla in the trailer did yeah i don't i don't know he was he was like he did like that yeah i don't know what that there was that light that light coming out the of lightning? godzilla's mouth and yeah the light, like, yeah. what is that about i don't know man we, we'll we shall see when see. it comes out yeah yeah it comes out i believe march okay okay but anyways y'all um, thanks again for tuning in for another episode of the Kick Up Podcast with Crystal and Carlos. But Carlos is away, so with Crystal and Jessly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will see y'all next week. Lost in time, I don't want to be found. Jeff's of life couldn't measure. I love the steep, my feet never touch the ground. Like every you are to me as one to be eternally loving you, loving me, loving us, loving me.